here's what you missed on the last episode of Colony Confidential. You can't just say, hey, guys, make sure you're social. Good luck. It almost gets to the point where you need to schedule 30 minutes a day for a conversation or, hey, team, we're going to do this quick FaceTime interaction, Zoom interaction or MS Teams interaction. We're going to do a puzzle together, whatever it is. And they feel still like a family or like a team where they're still working together. You know what I mean? You're going to die. You're going to die. Take all the precautions and have a good time. You can't have a good time, but you have the best time you can. But it is a pain in the ass. Like I was never big on eating out. And I even told a friend of mine, this is bullshit. Three nights a week, I ain't going out to eat. We'll eat at home. I'm going to eat at home. But after not going out for a while, I said, let's go out. <laughs> let's find someplace. There's got to be somebody breaking the law. Like prohibition with the liquor. This is prohibition with the food. Mrs. American Ocean to see. Let's see for Colony Confidential. Just fresh from shoveling a couple of hours and feeling mighty fine. Happy Snow Day Part 2. This is Joey Buns. Welcome to another Question and Answers podcast. As we got about, what did we get? Two feet of snow total? I don't know. I think down here we got about 16 inches. We got, we got a good amount. Nothing New Yorkers can't get through. As always, we power through. We get it done. Thank goodness for Zoom, so I could still talk to my dear old dad. <laughs> Joseph. All right, let's get right into it. We got a couple of questions. This comes in from Mary Kate. Doesn't say where she's from. Can you use Brillo soap pads to plug up holes to stop mice from coming in? Yeah, you could, but I would strongly recommend a copper mesh because your steel wool is going to rust and it's going to weaken. And you have to remember something. Anytime you plug up a hole where a rodent can get his teeth on that hole that's holding it up, he's going to get it out. And, and he's not doing it in an hour or two hours or a week or a month. Maybe it'll take him six months. He got no place to go, nothing to do except fool around with your, with your steel wool or your copper mesh. So even with the copper mesh, you're going to have to check it every couple of months. And if you see it's weakening up, you're going to have to put more in and tuck it in very tight. So yes, the steel wool will work, but it's not as good as the copper mesh. And either one, the mice are going to loosen it up. The soapy Brillo pads or whatever name brand, it's not good to use the one with the soap in it because the soap is already breaking down the steel wool. You would want straight steel wool. And just keep in mind that steel will break down in the elements. So like Ed said, if you put it around a pipe, you're going to have to check it regularly. And you're going to need the proper tools first to find the hole and then to check it, which mainly is a flashlight. You'll want a screwdriver to stuff it in there. You'll also, as Ed mentioned, the rodents can tug on it or push or pull it. So you may want to add some type of sealant or what I've seen some people do is use expansion foam with the steel wool. I'm not a big fan of that expansion foam at all because they can chew through that too. Another thing to do is stuff it with the steel wool and then fit sheet metal around the hole so that then even if they do pull the steel wool out, then you have the sheet metal, which is another layer. There's a product on the market that is basically a, a coated steel wool so it does not break down in elements. That product is called Excluder. X-C-L-U-D-E-R. It's a fabulous product. We've actually used it in a large, I think it was 200, probably about 2,000 square feet, 200 by 
10. And we laid it down like sod for a rat infestation. And we dug up the soil probably about six or nine inches and then laid this almost like you would lay the fake grass or the grass that already comes green. And we, we nailed it down with uh, sod spikes and it worked very well. I hope that answers your questions. I, I want to add something. You had said about the sheet metal. See, okay, sheet metal. But if you put that sheet metal down tight over the steel wool, they can't get a grip on it with their claws or their mouth. You put that in once and you put it in right, they ain't getting through it. However, they could start to chew around the side of it where it gets its wood or whatever. So you may want to put a nice chunk, not only to cover the hole, but maybe to cover three or four inches on either side of the hole. Yes, correct. Thank you. This is from Johnny Manns. I have been suddenly seeing roaches in my apartment after two years. I'm renting an apartment, never saw roaches in the past, but now I see them in the kitchen and bathroom. My house is clean. There's a layup. Yeah, he says he just moved into the apartment a while ago? No, he's been there two years. And the reason I say it's a layup is because we're in this every day and we know it. Roaches can get into your home with anything you bring in. So fast food, you order the fast food. There's multiple touch points you could get a roach from. It could be from the kitchen that the food is cooked in. It could be from the counter of the place where the, the food waits while it's waiting to be delivered. It could be the vehicle of the person delivering it. And if you take it even further, it could be the delivery truck that delivered the food in the first place that gave the restaurant the roaches. But basically, it's more, more than likely that they were brought into your home, even with groceries. What is he saying? He's seen a few roaches or a lot of roaches? He's just seeing them. He's never seen them before. From previous experience, personally and in working, sometimes a new neighbor moves in next to you, above you, below you, beside you, whatever. And they have roaches because they're not too cleanly or whatever. I had that in an apartment I lived on Coyle Street. And um, I used to spray that. So their apartment was on one side of my apartment. So my wall, that their wall, I used to spray that once a week. and then. I walked, I knocked on the door and I said, do you have roaches? No, I go, I've seen them on your wall. Oh, we can't afford an exterminator. I says, I'll take care of it. So I sprayed their wall and they said, what about the rest of the apartment? I'm not interested in the rest of the apartment. I'll, I'll come here and spray your wall for free. Cut so, down and I got rid of them. But that could be a problem too, or a new neighbor walks in or moves in, whatever. Or somebody that's lived there for a number of years somehow got roaches and I do this, I do that. And never really took care of it and it got out of control. Right, so that's a luxury as a PMP that we have where we can treat our own apartments. Another thing that I would say, if you identify a neighbor like that, you could always drill the abutting wall and dust the wall so that when they come through the wall, they get the, the, the pesticide dust on them. Good idea, good idea. But just getting back to, that's one way, but you gotta remember, Roaches are most likely being brought in somehow because just being dirty does not create cockroaches. Never after your blood. Oh no, that's bed bugs. No, but you uh, know what I'm saying? It doesn't, being, a, being dirty doesn't create roaches. Having a roach get into your apartment from packaging, boxes, deliveries, the whole thing we just discussed. Having a friend of yours who came to visit. Correct or a friend, whatever, but if one roach is introduced to your house and then you provide the famous word, conducive conditions or a perfect home for them to live in, 
then you are allowing them to multiply. This gentleman well, sounds. But I have a real clean apartment. Oh yeah, turn over your turn over turn over your toaster and see what comes out of the toaster. Remember, these guys don't need these guys don't need uh, these guys and gals don't need a lot uh, to food to survive on. So I've been in places that my God, the place is spotless, and I turned over the toaster and bingo. Yes. And look, just a reminder to everyone out there, you can get roaches if you're clean. But in that situation, it should be easier to eradicate them by hiring a professional, having them come in. We know what to look for. And even though your home is very clean, like Ed just said, it might be pulling out the stove or pulling out the refrigerator, or there may be an issue with your dishwasher. That is, those, those are the top three, especially in clean homes that a lot of us forget about. So it's possible to have roaches even though you're clean. So another fun fact about roaches, just so you may know, Ed mentioned friends coming over. Obviously, if your friend has roaches crawling all over them, you're not letting them in the apartment. But if you will, roaches, especially the, our favorite, the German roach, if they get a dose of pesticide and they feel themselves starting to die, they will jettison the Uthica. So basically they will shoot out the egg capsule that holds hundreds of roaches so that their babies, they're all about continuing their lineage so that their offspring will live a fabulous life. So they may have shot that in your best friend's shirt pocket after they got a dose in your own home. And then unknowing to you, you bring it to your friend's house, you leave your bag there. And some, however, the roaches come out of your bag and there you go. Pest control is fascinating, isn't it? It's never dull because you're always solving problems, which keeps your mind going. And as you know, I have a very strong mind. And anyway, it's exciting. It's fun. You've got a problem. And, and to sum it up, I walk in, your apartment is spotless. And you know what? It certainly is. But if I put, like Joe said, if I pull out your stove, how often you clean there? And by the way, that gas pipe behind the stove is usually uh, one of the entranceways that mice get in. And how, when's the last time you pulled out your refrigerator? Because your refrigerator usually has a motor and the motor is warm, and which is like to stay warm. They don't need to go to Miami Beach, nothing like that. They're not interested in their hands. But they like whatever. If you're comfortable in your house at 70, they're very comfortable at 70. If you're freezing at 20 in your house, move, because they certainly will too. That's a good point about the heat from the appliances because the dishwasher has that space where you fit it in under the counter and it's a perfect gap for roaches and the heat and even the moisture that comes off. It's like the perfect environment and we find roaches in there often. It's like when that dishwasher is on and the roaches on top of it, it's like what my friend Uncle Jimmy used to call it's like a sauna. You and I would call it a sauna. And it's nice and warm there. Oh my God, this is grand. Loosening up all the joints. That's an, <laughs> that's an ideal spot. Hey, you know, a little R&R. &R. All right, so I hope we answered your question. Here's another question, no name. Don't be what shy. are the best ways to get rid of bed bugs? How do you deal with one's clothes? What about dry clean only materials, books? Will walking around an infested area with shoes on mean that your shoes are now infested? So. Let's take the question one at a time. What's the best thing to do? Call a professional pest management association, check his credentials, make sure he's got insurance. 
He's certified by New York State or New Jersey, Pennsylvania, whatever. And if he's, he's certified, most likely well, you can check if he's got insurance just in case. I would also look online to see some of the reviews that they've gotten. And that's your best bet. Now, what was the second question? Yeah, so I agree. Definitely hiring a pest management professional makes the most sense, as always. It's even recommended by all of the health departments that we function in. They all recommend hiring a professional. The do-it-yourself market is huge. Let me go buy a can of this to get rid of it. And bed bugs are definitely one of those ones that I don't care how frugal you are, it's one that you need to hire a professional. Ked said, make sure that their credentials are correct and you could even ask for referrals if you want. And the reviews online, like he said, are a perfect way of checking. And doing it yourself, there's hazards. And I always refer to this article a number of years ago. Somebody in a bakery didn't want to hire the exterminator because it was too much money. And he went out and he bought all these bombs. Did he read the label? No. Did he blow up his uh, bakery? Yes. He set off too many bombs. He didn't read the label saying he got to shut off pilot lights, yada, yada. So he, he didn't save too many. I hope he was heavily insured. But you got to be careful when you're going to do it yourself. And the only thing I recommend on do it yourself for bed bugs is to use a vacuum cleaner wherever you see them, suck them up. When you're done, you got to empty the uh, bag in the, in the vacuum cleaner, put it in a plastic bag which, and throw it outside immediately. You don't want to leave it in there because it'll start jumping out of the uh, vacuum cleaner for you. When you do that with the vacuum cleaner, you are not exterminating. You are harvesting. You're taking them, oh, it's going to be, oh, it's nice. What are you talking about? It's been good for two or three days. Give them time. These bed bugs are very horny. They're going to have a lot of kids. You didn't get them all. And so that's where the professional pest management person comes in. Yeah. And so then he asked about dealing with one's clothes. So basically, if you hire a good pest management professional, they'll be able to talk you through all of this for your particular needs. But let me just give you the current state and, and the most popular opinion is for you to prep by washing all of your clothes and bagging them before each treatment. Usually there's two to three treatments. At Colony, we do three mandatory. And then the, the, the prep sheet will speak to everything that you're talking about. Dry cleaning stuff should be re-dry cleaned. And the idea behind all of this washing and dry cleaning and cleaning is that eggs may have been laying or laid on any of these items, even in your closet, right? Even under the plastic wrap that the dry cleaning is in. He brings up books and toys and things of that nature. You can wipe them all down with a solution, or you can use our friends in New York City at moving right along. They'll pack all of your belongings and they'll take it in the truck and fumigate the entire truck. Fumigation is amazing for pests, period, because it kills everything. Just don't get in the truck with the with the yeah, clothes, duh. you ain't coming Obviously, out alive. We've used them in the past and it works well combined with our treatment in the apartment. With books, can you put them in a microwave? You might be able to, but the concern with the books, even with heat, is the what it's bound with. Is it bound with a glue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Oh, good point. And you can't put any plastic stuff in it because it's gonna melt. A lot of plastic these days can withstand 150 degrees or higher. Obviously, look at what you microwave on a regular basis. It's in plastic. Good PVC piping, I think, is easily can withstand over 180 degrees. And for bed bugs, you only need to reach the temperature of 122 degrees. 
122, 123. If you have a professional grade steamer, you can steam some of these items, including the books if you wanted to, but I would make sure that it was a dry steam and not a wet steam. You can also put your clothing in a dry cleaner only. Don't pack it because you want it to cycle and move the air around. Think of uh, convection, you know what I mean? Where you got the airflow. Yeah, but when you say dry cleaner only, what do you mean by that? Put it into your... Did I say it... dry clean? My bad. You could um, dry it, just throw it in the dryer. All right. Okay. And then here's another good one. We're walking around the infested area with shoes on mean that the shoes are now infested. Keep walking. They're not going to get in. In my opinion, they're not going to get in while you're moving and the shoes are moving. However, you take those shoes off, there's a chance they will. I have found them in these... The little bunny slippers. We got the bunny head there, and 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 they were under the bunny's head, and some of them were actually in the bunny's ears, but they weren't inside. They were outside where this bunny head was. So, would they go inside? Yeah, probably. But in this particular case, I'm talking about, they were outside because this was a nice, fluffy pair of slippers with a beautiful little bunny, and I felt sorry for the bunny. But anyway, and look, you got shoes on your feet and you're walking. I doubt they're going to get in. And is it a possibility? Sure. Is it one in X amount of hundreds or thousands? I'm sure too. But if you walk through the unit and you have a steamer or anything of that nature, you could just steam the bottom of your shoes or you could brush them off with a heavy duty brush, very similar to the brushes used to clean cleats. They have them at a lot of golf courses if you play golf, something of that nature. And just inspect and look, but keep in mind that they're very difficult to spot. They are that brownish red color if the sole is a brown color, but it would make eggs easier to see. If you have more than one pair of shoes, which most, a lot of people do, you would be concerned about the shoes you don't wear all the time. And you would want to check those or heat those or steam those or clean those appropriately. So for a pure play chemical treatment, which is probably the least expensive dollar-wise, not taking into consideration the cost of preparation. At Colony, it's three mandatory treatments. There's different chemicals used each time for specific reasons, and it is a tough process because you have to be prepared the entire time. A lot of people will pack a bag for the duration of the time, clean 90% of their clothes, except for, I guess, let's say a week's worth of clothes, and they'll keep washing them and just wash them and seal them in a tight bag. A lot of times they'll leave that in their home on the dining room table, like on top. But anyway, just ask all those questions. How many treatments? Are there warranties? Are there guarantees? There's not a ton of guarantees in pest control, but there's usually warranties. Make sure you pay attention to the warranty. A lot of warranties will speak to as long as no new furniture is introduced and things of that nature. And that's a good thing for all the PMPs listening. If you have these warranties built in, make sure you are telling your service team to take pictures of the apartment during treatment. And we had this happen uh, probably 10 or, 10 or so years ago. We did an entire building. There were bed bugs in 14 of the 16 apartments. We did the whole building, including the two that didn't have live activity. And we gave them, because they did the whole building, we gave a six-month guarantee back then, warranty, if you will. And four months later, they had bed bugs. We went in, the dog alerted. We found bugs. The handler took a picture of where they found bugs, and it was in a bright fire engine red leather sofa. So we went to apartment XYZ, pictures that we had logged, 
and we were sent to the management. Here are the pictures from four months ago. Here are the pictures from today. As you'll see, this furniture was introduced. Unfortunately, your warranty is voided for this unit. We, will, we did give them a discount to retreat and they understood. Good. Yeah. Coming up next time on Colony Confidential. We had 487 glue boards and we said, do you want to see them? The property manager we had a great relationship with said no. They said, we believe you. And we told them just clean the carpets. No pesticides were applied, which is true IPM. They cleaned the carpets and the problem was solved. There you go. And also whether or not your story is true or not, it, it might be a misapplication if you don't have a bug that you're applying the pesticide for. Okay. That was before they made that law. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And it was in a place that you still do. Allegedly. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. If you got questions or maybe answers, we'd like to hear from you. Why don't you send us an email at colonyconfidential.com. Even if you wanted to call us names, it's okay. You know we're going to get back at you. But anyway, it's more of an information network. You got a problem, customers, pricing, buying stuff, send us an email at colonyconfidential.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.